Hey everyone, welcome back to Make the Space with Ashley. It's your girl Ash. I know it's been a minute. Um, was on a hiatus, I guess you could say. I ooh, you just heard my my daughter's tickle me almost just went off. <laughs> <laughs> I took a break because it was my one year anniversary, and then I tried to come back, but having some health issues and if you could hear my voice I'm still not 100% so you might hear me cough and sneeze and sniffle during this podcast my apologies but we gotta get back to work with that being said we have a special guest here on the we have uh, another MU Marauder with us and an old friend of mine Mimi on the show welcome Mimi Yes, thank you for having me. You're probably going to hear my little one too. So, <laughs> oh, no, that's fine. Oh, no, no worries. No worries. It, it adds to the show, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some, some entertainment. Yes, absolutely. So, before we jump into what we're going to talk about here with Mimi, Mimi, I always have what I call a flex moment. And it's just your time to shine. Like, if there's anything special going on in your life, like any cool projects or anything that, you know, you feel proud about, you know, just it's your time to just brag on yourself. I feel like in our day to day life, we don't really get to shine. So when I have people come on the show, this is their moment. So feel free to share whatever you want with the listeners. Yes. And I love that you do that because I have a hard time doing that. (laughs) Um Well, um, my name is Mimi Gonzalez, Um, along with being, of course, a wife and a mom and a full-time worker at um, the local university um, in the area that I live in, um, I have started a small business called Be A Vessel, Um, and it's pretty much a t-shirt business, but like a portion of um, the sales that we make will go towards um, giving back to the community. So last year we just launched a basic tea and a portion of um, the sales went to making basic needs bags for the homeless. Um, So in the bags, it was like things like deodorant, wipes, toothbrush, toothpaste, things like that. Uh Um, And it actually comes at a perfect time because we're we're about to like release some like sneak peeks for the next launch that we're doing. (laughs) Um, We are actually launching uh, more shirts um probably by the end of the year maybe like november october ash um and i've been calling it the love campaign and the whole point of it is like to um the basic message is um love first and ask questions later like that loving first should be your first um reaction um and we are actually in the works of working with a local co- uh, local programming called bags of love and they give pretty much basic needs bags but to newly incarcerated like released um inmates in prison so it just works perfectly um but that's like the major project that i've been working on along with of course like work and home life and stuff (laughs) right yeah that's awesome yes that is a lot on your plate you have a lot going on and we're gonna get into all of that good stuff here (laughs) all of it as a fellow mother and, um, you know, I'm a mom, what's what's time? I get that struggle. I get that. Mm-hmm. So tell me what, what, what's, what encouraged you? What, um, motivated you to start be a vessel? 
Um, it was actually in the middle of this whole panorama last year. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, in the middle of the pandemic, um, I knew that there was a lot of people um, hurting, a lot of people in need. And then a thought came to my mind. I think actually I probably saw a post on Instagram about like the homeless during this um, pandemic. And I could not shake it off. Like I was like, oh my gosh, like out of everybody suffering, the homeless are probably feeling triple worse now because they literally have nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I had just started my new job. I just <laughs> job that I started in and so it was just getting used to that and I actually just went to my husband because oh my gosh our relationship Bianca Oltoff describes her relationship just like my relationship with my husband like he's, <laughs> we have a psychological relationship where I'm psycho and he's logical like <laughs> I, I come up with these crazy ideas and then my husband Christian's like figures out if it's doable or if it's too crazy um And I went to him and I was like, can we do something? Like, what if we like made t-shirts and we did this? And he like looked at me and was just like, yeah. And for him to say yeah with no like research, because he's a researcher, I knew that it was like meant to be. And then the more we discussed it, the more we were like, this could be a business. We, this is something and we should continue with it, you know? So that's how it really started in the middle of the whole pandemic wow that's all and that's awesome that you have a partner to support that you know like Mm -hmm. right away he's like yeah let's do it like to be so down for it like that is truly what a partner is you know like you support each other through your dreams and your goals you know I think that's awesome and a lot of people like yourself like this pandemic happened and I feel like it opened our eyes to a lot and it, 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 it gave us a moment to sit with a lot as well. And mm-hmm. so many people came up with ideas and revelations and, you know, new journeys and, and paths. Like, you know, the, the pandemic, well, we're still in the, I say it like as if it's over. Beacon, right. <laughs> but we're still in it. But like, it kind of was like a blessing in disguise. Would you, would you say that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, just through the pandemic like both my husband and I still were able to work um we were for the most part healthy I mean COVID hit my house yeah it did but like not in a way that like none of us were hospitalized Mm -hmm. um actually my husband was the only one that tested positive and then me and my daughter were walking around the house like nothing while my husband was like coughing up a storm like that's a blessing in itself having a toddler and not being affected like yeah absolutely I kept on looking like wow like we're blessed in so many areas what can we do to bless someone else you know like I was like all right what can I do what can I do and the more we discuss it the more we were like hey we we got something we need to continue with it (laughs) that's awesome so have you reached your one year anniversary would be a um I would say be a blessing, be a vessel, excuse me. <laughs> I like be a blessing too. That's too. <laughs> um, no, November 6th is our one year anniversary. Okay. Um, and it's been, it's been crazy. Like this whole year, it really has been crazy, but it's been like so rewarding doing everything. Absolutely. I could definitely hear that in your voice. Like you, I could, I could feel that you you are enjoying, truly enjoying doing what you're doing. I could feel that. And I see it. You know, I follow you and uh, be a vessel on Instagram. And I think it's amazing what you're doing. Tell us about 
the recent um, community project you you did with Be a Vessel? Um, yeah, so um, with our first launch, we kind of obviously released the, a basic gray tee that literally said Be a Vessel on it. We actually pressed them in my kitchen. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, we don't get them made elsewhere. We make them in-house. Um like literally in my house literally in the house <laughs> yeah in my house because for the amount that um we wanted to sell the shirts for an affordable price right um and in order to do that um it was actually it came out better to buy a press to buy the t-shirts and to buy the transfer separately um so um actually the uh, the pastor that we of the church that my husband and i attend we served for that church and he actually showed my husband like, Oh yeah, we make our shirts here. And that's what made my husband think like, wait, we could do this in our house. <laughs> and yeah. That's how it started. And so it, we wanted to sell the, the shirts for an affordable price so more people will buy. And also we wanted to, you know, sell as many shirts that we can. And after, I think we sold like maybe about like 60 or 80 shirts, um, we were like, okay, like let's let's buy some stuff, and so we ordered through Dollar Tree because you could buy in bulk from Dollar Tree, mm-hmm. and we went to our church and we had a bag filling event, and literally I arrived and all the bags were filled within like fifteen to twenty minutes. Um, we made ninety six bags, um, and that very same day we went and we like passed out probably two and a half bins filled of bags um, to the homeless, like right here in in Lancaster, like just handing them out like crazy. (laughs) That's awesome. Wow. And I I love that you, um, you know, you focus on that demographic, the homeless, because pandemic or not, there's such a need to help the homeless. And, you know, I'm not originally from Lancaster, but when I moved here, and probably like maybe like a year or two after living here, I myself I noticed I was like, wow, like Lancaster has a has a big homeless problem. And mm-hmm. for me, like coming from a big city like New York City, where like homelessness is prevalent and it's almost like sadly the norm, yeah. you know. And mm-hmm. then to come to like Lancaster, you know, <laughs> so-called Amish country, and see homelessness, like it, I would have to say, like it kind of shocked me, you know. And it like yeah. sh- it kind of showed me like homelessness affects everyone everywhere, no matter if you're from a big city with ridiculous rent prices or right. even you know Amish country Lancaster, you know, which and even here now like rent is getting ridiculous as well. But with that being said, I think that's awesome that you focused on um that group of people first and foremost because yes there is a big um homeless issue in the city and there's not enough that's being done for the homeless people here yeah and the thing is too like inner city lancaster like uh several years ago it was like it wasn't safe nobody wanted to live there and now things are changing where it's like the hotspot now, like gentrification, mm-hmm. hello, like everybody yes. wants to live in the city. Um, so as I'm seeing this shift, you're still seeing the homeless still prevalent, but then more people want to live in where there are. So that's it. like, I always think like, it's just pushing them further out of where the resources are, which is the inner city. Yeah. Um, exactly. And that's a whole different other like research, like, <laughs> like topic. 
Yes, um, absolutely. But yeah, I'm like, no, we, we got to do something, especially if, if there's a need right now, you should feel it right now, you know? So that's what we're trying to do. I agree. I agree. So you got to tell me, how do you do it all? Because you are an entrepreneur, okay? And not just a business that's for profit. You're helping people with your sales. You're a mom of a toddler, a husband, and you work full time. What does Mimi do to maintain her mental health? What do you do to, you know, keep yourself balanced and cool, calm, and collected? Um, well, cool, calm, and collective ain't <laughs> words used to describe me. <laughs> Period. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, um, Honestly, recently I've discovered um, I started working out and um, shout out to my trainer, my personal trainer, uh, Chelsea Christmas. She's with Fit City Women. Yeah, Fit City. Oh my gosh. It's like I find it's been like a month since I started working out and I feel the difference mentally. I probably now that I think about it, I probably have not lost any weight, but my mental peace has been Oh my gosh, so much better. So I try to work out, um, get my body moving, and I'm a woman of faith. So the more Jesus I have, the better it is for everybody, including myself and everybody around me. Because I always say a prayer like, Jesus, don't give me strength. Give me peace. Because if you give me strength, I'm going to smack somebody. Take the wheel. Take the wheel. I'll be, I'll be struggling. No, I'm just kidding. But um, but yeah, I think that's that's the thing. I mean, this week has been so busy for me. And like I said yesterday, like, what the heck? Like, this is the longest week of my life. And it was only Tuesday. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> and, I feel that. Yeah. And it's because my, my full-time job is like, it's going, like, I'm in charge of all these programming. So in my social media page for Be A Vessel has been slacking. And there was a part where I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. But that's the thing. Like, I feel like women in general have this uh, pressure to do it all and to do it all perfectly. Yeah. And I just yesterday, last night I was talking to my husband and he was just like, are you kidding me? Do you realize all that you do? And it really shifts my perspective. Like this morning I woke up and I was like, you know what? You're right. Like you could only pick up one thing at a time, maybe two. And what are the, well, your priorities, what are, you know, what are you going to put more energy to? And I don't have time for negativity. I don't have time to worry about what other people think because I'm too busy doing me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, hello. Um, and of course, mom guilt be on all time high because you're like, oh my gosh, I'm not spending enough time with, you know, uh, my child and all that stuff. But in all honesty, like if you just wake up trying, like wanting to do your best and you go to sleep saying, hey, I gave it my all, then you did a good job. Like I, I try to tell myself that all the time. Like there's a lot on your plate. And you know what? No one died. <laughs> Your child's still living. <laughs> you still got a job. And the investment's still going well. You're, you're okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, I hear you. And, like, exactly what you said there. Like, you only could pick up one thing at a time. Like, that's exactly what my therapist tells me. Because, like you said, like, us women, we feel like we have to do it all and be great mm-hmm. at, at it all. And we, we put this 
well, it's not just us putting this pressure on ourselves, but you know, it's also a societal thing. And mm-hmm. she, she, the same thing you just finished saying, she tells me that all the time. Like, Ashley, you do so much. And hey, your child is alive and healthy and well. You still got a roof over your head. The bills are paid. All that, you know. And, yeah. you know, like, and prioritizing things as well, you know. I've, I've gotten to the point, too, where, like, if I'm feeling overwhelmed, I look at everything I have on my plate. And I'm like, okay, what's one thing that I could let go? Because I can't carry this all right now. Right. You know? And sometimes it's. Sometimes it is the podcast. Like you said, like, you know, you're like, oh, the social media page for being vessel slacking. I feel that too, because sometimes, you know, I haven't, I'm, I'm not consistently dropping an episode or, or interacting mm-hmm. with people. And I'm like, well, you know what? That's going to have to fall to the wayside because I can't carry all this stuff. Or, you know, family and friends want to hang out, and but I'm mentally exhausted. That's going to have to fall to the wayside because I got to take care of me. You know, us, us women... Especially when, when we're moms, you know, when we're moms and we have a partner, we're so uh, used to putting people before us. Right. You know, which is not a bad thing, mm-hmm. but then it is <laughs> when we start to forget about ourselves. And then we, we, we start also start to forget to give ourselves credit for all that we're doing, too. Yeah, one like 100%. And I think, too, like, um, us as women, moms, we always um, just try to take on so much when in reality, like, I know I'm not my best self when I don't work out and I'm not in my Bible or I'm not um, just having just an hour to myself. Like, mm-hmm. I need that to be the best mom, to be the best wife, to be the best business owner, to be the best, you know, at my job. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like... absolutely. You know, sometimes it feels selfish but it's like no not only do I need this but in order for my daughter to get the best mom she can be I need this time it's okay like it's okay if something is lacking um because my daughter needs the uh, the happy mom like the present mom not the stressed out mom that is like on her phone trying to post or like staying up late working you know what I mean so I always think of that and and being a wife too like or having a partner like you have to be the best you can be for everyone else um but more importantly yourself you know like you need to feel good um because you can't dish out your best at anything if, if you're just pouring out of an empty cup absolutely absolutely you cannot pour out of an empty cup so if that means that for dinner we're gonna have chick-fil-a because mom is too tired to cook a home-cooked meal yes, and- chick-fil-a is anointed yes. right there yeah yes. that's a good meal then guess what <laughs> everyone's happy and full right you know if it means that you know you gotta leave baby home with dad so you could go work the gym for an hour or go for yeah. a walk mm-hmm. it's fine the, the house is not gonna burn down they're gonna be i you know yeah, they'll be fine they'll be i you know <laughs> i i i feel that i i started i've started doing more things that make me happy the healthy things like working out i started working out again too since going back to fit city i follow them on instagram and i've seen you do their workouts and what chelsea does is amazing you know i follow her um but she was doing that um that that pitch. Um, yes. Oh my I, gosh. I, I'm forgetting the name of it, but you know what yeah, I'm talking it's, about. It's, yeah, it's the the enterprise pitch. I think it is yeah. the pitch. 
yeah i you know so everything that she's doing is great and i i, I swear to you one day we're, you're gonna see me in one of her classes i i just have to Yo, find girl. the time to make it out there Oh my gosh. I she said I have a referral program. Chelsea, if you listen to this, yo, everybody hop on. Fit City Women. It's it's amazing. It really is amazing. And what I do love about it the most, it's like so it's really like body positivity focused. It's not one of these like um gym groups where it's like okay we're focusing on losing weight and getting abs and getting a fat butt it's like no yeah. we're focusing on like feeling good on the inside and on the outside we're focusing on you know building not just your strength physically but mentally and 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 you know and i see the bonds that the women are creating with each other too it's like it's like a tribe really i think it's beautiful yeah like it truly is and it's funny because like i've worked out with like her other clients and we literally are all different shapes sizes shades like skin color like it, it really makes you feel comfortable and so they even like even going to work out with chelsea helps me mentally because I, I don't feel like I have to keep up with a, another standard in my life. You know what I mean? Right, right. Because it's all about like just getting well and feeling good, you know? So even like, I, I swear, I took this week off because this week at work is like crazy busy of working out. And she was even like, girl, yes, rest and take care of yourself. Like, make sure you are taking care of yourself. And Honestly, like I, I this week it has like I said, it's been it's been busy, you know, but I can't wait to get back in the gym because um, I'm going to go even harder safely, but harder. <laughs> <laughs> safely, but harder. Right, right. I love it. Yeah, so like really, you know, going working out, moving your body really helps your mental health because like you release those uh you know those in, um not endorphins that serotonin you know your yes. serotonin levels yes. get up there you know and it really does help you feel good you yes. know and when and you're in a funk if you even if you like if you don't even have to like you know be dripping in sweat even if you go for like a 30 minute walk around yes. your neighborhood getting some fresh air some sunshine that could boost your serotonin levels and help you mentally so much and be such a great stress relief right there just as a simple walk 30 minutes a day yeah facts and i think too, like another reason why i love working out is because honestly the day that i gave birth to my daughter i i fell in love with my body in a different type of way if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I have chichos, I have a little pipa, like you know what I mean. <laughs> like I have that, but like I love the like the fact that my body is capable of amazing things after having a baby. So every time that I'm in a workout and I'm like, yo, I can't hold this plank for five more seconds. Like I think, hold up a second, you pushed out a whole life, <laughs> you can hold for five more seconds. Like you know what I mean. So it's like right. even that, and I even apply that to you know entrepreneurship like hold up a second like you came from like inner city schools to getting a whole degree now you're working in higher education you're killing the game you could apply for this job you could do this you you know what i mean like yeah i try to apply that to all types of situations in my life and it's a bit sometimes i have to be careful because i i am competitive with myself <laughs> <laughs> So, but it's it's actually it has really motivated me 
just thinking like in that mindset like hold up you could you could do this I love the positive self-talk that you're practicing that is so so key in like in everything that we do in life like with our mental health with our relationships with our you know our work life to talk to the same way that we cheer other people on and talk to other people nicely we have to do that with ourselves and yes I, yes. I know like especially again like going back to women and mom like we don't do that enough to ourselves because we have that mom guilt that mom guilt is always talking bad to us like oh you're not doing enough or you're not good enough mom and blah 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 and you yeah. know and like one of the things my therapist says, like the same way, like you talk nicely to other people and you compliment others and you're, you know, that cheerleader for everyone else. She's like, you got to be that cheerleader for yourself. And right. it's, it's not always the easiest thing in the world. It's so hard because I swear I can be hard. like the best hype woman. Like I should be paid for being someone's hype woman. Like I love yes. people up. But it was it's only recently that I'm like, no, I need to hype myself up. Like, yes. I can do this for myself. And it's no, hard. Same. It's I so feel hard. that. Yeah, it's so hard. Like, I'm. I'm so, I used to be like so like I've, I've, I've done a lot of negative self-talk and that's something that I'm working on in therapy. And it's all like you said, it's only recently now where I'm like, yeah, I can do this. Like, yes, I know what I bring to the table. And like, yes, like I'm strong enough. Like I gave birth to a whole human. And, and like mm-hmm. I thought to myself and I have to, like because I, I, what I do, I got to check myself, you know, like if I'm right, if I find myself starting talking, you know, badly to myself, like, oh, that was dumb or oh, you can't do it. Then I got to check myself and I'm like, hold up. <laughs> we ain't going down that route. Like, right. You, you a bad chick. Like you smart, you intelligent, you know, you know what you bring to the table. Like, don't don't do that. You know, and I got to check myself and be like, oh, I actually like we almost forgot who we were. Yeah. Like, get back to it. And like, hold up, did you, do you not see yourself right now? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you, are, you really do have to like hype yourself up. I mean, even in the, the simple things, you could find wins in hyping yourself up. Like, you Absolutely. woke up early and you got dressed. And, oh, you arrived to work on time. Girl, hey. you it. <laughs> girl, you killing it. You ate right. breakfast this morning and you stay hydrated. Go ahead, girl. Yes, girl. Like, yo, I be, it, it's crazy. But I do that for other people. So I need to be able to do that for myself. Like, you know, like, oh, shoot. This light is hitting your, your lip gloss. Cute. You <laughs> girl. Like, you cute. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm looking good, good at these gym leggings. Like, I can't wait to squat in these. Right. Like, J-Lo got nothing on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. J-Lo got a whole thing going on. But you know what I mean. I digress. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you. Um, you're a mom. Mm-hmm. And so, and you're just a mom of one, right? Yes. Okay. So how... I always love to talk with other moms, especially, you know, I, you know, I became a mom last, it was, was it last year? Oh my God. Last year was a blur. <laughs> <laughs> last year, literally days before the world shut down. And I oh always like God. to talk to other moms who, especially moms that don't, that didn't have their babies in a pandemic mm-hmm. to see like what that was like for, for you, like your pregnancy, postpartum, mm-hmm. you know, so like, you know, do you mind sharing a little bit of that with me? 
Yeah, of course, girl. I'm a whole open book. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so being pregnant before the whole Panasonic, um, it was I. I'm the weirdo that loved being pregnant. Like I absolutely loved it. Um, Tamina, actually, this Saturday is her is my daughter Tamina, her third birthday. So oh, she was in. Um, she was a, a she's a summer baby, and everyone was telling me like, oh, you're gonna be miserable. I absolutely loved it. I would throw on a dress and keep on walking. Um, <laughs> I had a great pregnancy. And being pregnant was something that I always, like, I knew from the jump, like, I always wanted to be a mom. Um, So I was super excited throughout the pregnancy. And then um, I gave birth. She was four days late. You know, this girl, she can't do nothing on time like her mama. But, um, But so the birth was fine. There was no complications. She was actually nine five, so she is a big old baby. Oh wow! Um, yeah, like healthy. And we came home, and I tried breastfeeding, and my boobs were like, "Nah, girl, you ain't doing this." Um, and so that was a, I think, the start of me realizing that, like, like the postpartum fear came in, like maybe mm-hmm. the postpartum anxiety. And then it wasn't until like maybe. I think like two and a half, three months later that um, I realized like I just wasn't like she made me happy. My child made me happy and I was so happy to have her and I loved her so much. But a person who loved to read, I wasn't reading. I always have music playing, even if it's like um, a musical movie playing, like, you know, my house was silent. I would cry. I would feel so sad for no reason, but I was so happy with her. So I was like, there's no way I I have postpartum depression because I thought the postpartum depression was only for moms that like didn't want anything to do with their child. Right. Like the ones that like couldn't hold them. And I, I looked at her and was like, she like completes me. Like she makes me so happy. And so when my doctor was like, "Hun, you have postpartum depression. I was like, I know you lying. Like, no, I, I don't because I love her and I adore her. Like, she's actually the only thing that's making me happy right now. And my doctor said something very, like, it made me think about all the other moms out there. But um, she said, actually, Mimi, your type of postpartum depression goes undiagnosed because people have this misconception of postpartum depression. Um it ends up becoming full-blown depression later on without treatment. Like, every day wow. I end up feeling like this, you know? And, of course, I was devastated. I was so devastated because, of course, you're a brand-new mom. So you're like, wow, I failed. How do how did I want this baby so bad and now I have postpartum depression, you know? And um, it was hard for me. And it was really funny because I had started a new job at another um, at another community college <clears throat> let me not try to say no names but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, at another community college I had literally accepted the position and then a couple weeks later found out that I was pregnant and it was a very toxic um, environment because they didn't understand why um, I couldn't work as fast as the rest of the people um, that were in that position mm, um, I don't know maybe because you're growing a whole human being <laughs> right like 
yo, I'm literally growing an ear and you're sitting there complaining. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, so that happened and then I went to like through maternity leave and then when I came back, um, that's when I really, I feel like just my, not only postpartum depression, but just depression and anxiety hit the worst because I felt like I was the best employee when I put my job first, but I felt like a crappy mom. And then when I put all my attention and my energy on being a better mom, they made me feel like a crappy employee. So it was very back and forth. And then three months after I, yeah, because I went back in November, I think. And then January 14th, they fired me because they were like, you you can't, you're not putting like, you're, you're not exceeding our expectations or you're not and all that stuff mind you I had a three month old at home and I was always the person that was working and I had this idea in my head that I had to be like a working mom and all this stuff so my let me tell you how that just completely shifted everything in my life because now in my mind this is what the negative self-talk that I was telling myself um I have no job with a three-month-old. Now my husband has to work even harder. Like, what can I do now? So then I would double the work myself with the baby at home, having to clean, having to cook, because I felt like I had to make up because I didn't have a job. (laughs) And it wasn't until my husband was like, Mimi, like, take your job is to take care of the baby. Everything else is second. Like, and I remember crying, being like, wait, you're making the money now. Like, and he's like, okay. And, like, okay. And, and what? No, like, I literally go online and I click on to pay a bill. You're taking care of a child. You're trying to clean. You're trying to cook. You're trying to do so much. He's like, no. And I, oh my gosh, shout out to my husband, because that man is like literally like my angel, literally. And, um, It took me, like, for him to, like, sit me down and be like, you acting stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. And I realized that I was putting my identity again in something else other than my priorities, which is my family. Like, I was putting my identity in in being a working mom or a working woman. When in reality, like, I, for a second... And this one made me super angry. And you know, like I'm a little bit hood. So like <laughs> I wanted to fight everybody at that like that school. Cause I was like, how dare you? Cause I had a little thought saying, man, maybe I should have waited to have a baby. Wow. No job, no pers- person should make you doubt the one thing you really wanted in your life. Absolutely. And that's when I became really petty. And I was just like, you know what? Like, <laughs> I'm glad I don't want this job. Like, you know, like, but that really, that's what completely shifted. And then I was at home for a little bit. And then I started a graduate assistantship um, at the job that I'm in now. And then a job opened up and I applied and now I'm working. Like, so, and it, I'm the job it, it is busy I, I miss being at home some days but it's nothing compared to what I was doing before and I feel like I'm not losing my identity in my job anymore like it's a family kind of oriented job so mm-hmm. 
like the one day um, my mom couldn't watch her last minute so I took her to the office with me and she was chilling and they loved it they were like oh my god yay like <laughs> so it's like oh my gosh all of that to lead to now I would do it all over again because it's I can't complain where I'm at I mean if that wouldn't have happened I wouldn't have probably gotten the idea for be a vessel <laughs> wow Wow, wow, wow. That was Let's long. See. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. Don't be sorry. This is, girl, it's, it's not make the space with Ashley. It's make the space with Mimi now. This is your time, okay? Hey, your meal. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I hear that story. And what it sounds, what I hear is just God opening doors for you one after the other, one after the other. That's what oh I hear. Yeah. And your story, we have a lot of similarities in our experiences with uh postpartum with work uh i'm not gonna dive into that because i said this is the mimi show um <laughs> we go we definitely gonna have to link and like talk about um you know get together talk in person um yes. and, which i know we're horrible because i know like we were we've been was supposed to do that because steven was like shout out to steven shout out to steven he, steven. Uh, he listens so i know you don't hear this right um, he, i remember like i i like when i had my when i had a daughter i was like oh i'm struggling to find mommy friends and he was like oh you remember mimi from school i was like of course i remember mimi how is she did a oh she lives in lancaster i have her number i'll get you guys connected and like we started texting and mm-hmm. then life happened pandemic happened and we never got to get together you know but i know like we always stood in like some form of contact whether it was like social media whatever Mm -hmm. it was so we gotta get back to that before they shut shit down girl (laughs) right like let's have like one like i don't know like dinner like i don't know outing because yeah they're about to shut everything down again they're about to shut it all the way all All of it all of it (laughs) But really, though, like your story is a testament to your, you know, to your faith and relationship with God, because all I hear is like just God setting you up for greater opportunities. And look what he did. Like, really, like I hear that. And I'm just like, look at God. Look, right. Just go ahead and do it. Oh, wow. God. Wow. God. Like, you really got my back. (laughs) Yes. Yes. He really does. You know, and. You know, I mean, you mentioned that you, you suffer from postpartum depression that eventually turned into full-blown depression. You know, during that period, your faith, was that something that you really, really leaned in on? Leaned, leaned in. What the heck? English. <laughs> you really leaned on to get you through that, you know, or like, was it faith or a, like and a combination of other things, you know? Um, I would say definitely my faith and the support of my husband. Like, I can't tell you, there were many days where I woke up and I literally, my only motivation was Tamina. Everything Mm. else was kind of like, bleh. Like, I just, what's the point? Yeah. (laughs) And, um, and I remember there was this, uh, conference actually that I went to. And it was in Reading. It was a, a Christian women's conference. And um, I had signed up when I was pregnant. And I was like, oh, this would be a good, like, mommy day. And God knew what he was doing because he knew I needed to go to this conference after having this baby. Like, and I went to the conference and Christine Kane, if you don't know who Christine Kane is, girl, 
Uh, she you is gotta have to put the on. Yes. Christine Kane was speaking and she's from Australia, so she has this thick Australian accent. So with that accent, like everything she says is anointed. Like I don't care. Uh, <laughs> and she said something, she explained quickly, like, you know, she was like left at, at someone's doorstep, like completely abandoned as a child. She was sexually and physically abused all these years. And she said something that completely shifted my <laughs> mindset. She said, all these things happened to me for all these years of my life. Now I refuse to allow the enemy to take one more second. And that right there completely lit a fire in me because I used to fight a lot when I was in my, my old school days, like middle school, a little bit of high school. And I realized like, wow, like every day it is a fight. Every day you have to wake up and make that choice. Um, still to this day, when I feel anxiety creeping in, I go, oh, no, 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 no. No, this is you. Devil, you ain't, no. Uh, ain't, ain't nobody got time for this. Like, sorry. Like, I have to really choose that every single day. And to this day, Christine Kane will pop in and be like, don't, don't let him take one more second of your time. Like, because all these blessings, it's really easy to focus on the negatives. When in reality, there are way more. The blessings outweigh all the negative that's in your life. You know what I mean? Amen. And holding on to that faith and um, really, really leaning on him saying, like, look, Lord, uh, I don't know. I do not feel like doing anything today. Um, Can you please give me grace? And then he will open up moments in the day where it's just like, I I know it's him and I know he's giving me grace and I know he's giving me enough to really focus on the good things in the day. And that really, really not completely got me out of postpartum depression because obviously if that takes time, you know. Right. Um, but oh my gosh, without that, it's like faith, some Jesus and my husband, without that, those two things right there, I would have not made it out. And it was so funny because one of the songs that we that was sung um, on in during the conference was "God, I Look to You," and then um, I think God, it's by Bethel Music. If you don't know that song, that's another good song. Um, <laughs> and I remember singing that out loud during this conference, and then a year later, I joined the worship team on the church that you know in the church that I go to and uh-huh. a year later I was on the worship team singing that very same song wow and it was like in the middle of service it didn't hit me until I was on stage in front of people that God was like you used to sing this like pleading with me like to help you through and now you're singing this for other people to help them go through and I like needless to say I was a whole hot mess during that because <laughs> It's true. Like, it's it's not until you, like, you know, get out of it or go through it that you look back and you're like, holy crap. Yeah. Look what I, look what I just did. Like, and you can apply that to everything. Work, entrepreneurship, like, your business. Like, you probably look back in your pockets. You're like, wow, a year? Like, that's, that's, a, that's no small win. That's a milestone, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's. Yeah. To answer your question, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I think I love because I'm a Christian, I'm a believer and I love when I talk to people about their mental health and 
God, their relationship with God is incorporated to it. I love yeah. hearing that, that, you know, their relationship with God, whether it be that, whether that be the soul thing or whether it's that among other things is mm-hmm. what is what's helping them through the mental health journey. And then to have like your. Yeah. It's a blessing. We know that there are a lot of, you know, Asian people out here. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, so be blessed. Be so blessed. One person, you know, and they hold literally through thick and thick. Mm-hmm. Like it's saying the balance thick and like he's doing it for you to have that I am so happy for you I couldn't be more overjoyed yeah like that's you deserve that absolutely like that's my ride or die my best friend everything like a lot of people don't realize but like we've been together since we were 15 (laughs) we're high school sweethearts Um, (laughs) no but like honestly like you don't get here without going through the thick you know the thick of it yeah Um, yeah and of course that tiktok song came into my mind into the thick of it what is that back (laughs) see my attention span i'm sorry girl i'm sorry but i think it is i I, I think you're right (laughs) (laughs) but yeah like i I think you're right the, that whole just having one person in your corner makes a huge difference in in everything. Oh yeah, a support group, no matter how big, how small it is, you know, everyone needs needs even if it's just one person, that one reliable, consistent, always going to be their ride or die person. It don't gotta right. be, you know, you don't. It don't matter if you got you know ten thousand followers on Instagram, but if you if those ten thousand followers don't ride or die for you, and they're not there, you know, supporting you, and <clears throat> what's what good is that? But if you got that at, at least one person, you straight, you good. Yeah, Every, everyone else can fall to the wayside. Oh yeah, absolutely. Before we close, you met your. I want to get back to be a vessel. We was it's coming up in, in the fall in November. Can we talk? <laughs> be on the hunt. No, we can. We could talk about it. I, yeah, I mean, we're just in the work. Okay, of it right so now. we we haven't like finalized like a lot of stuff in but, the next few months. Yeah, but we're we're still working on it. Well, you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> exclusive <laughs> on make a space exclusive <laughs> well I, I'm, I'm not curious to know like when is the next you know like community project because I know the last time you had um you did the bag giveaway like I commented I was something like this next like you know what what's the next event you have coming up so like if people want to uh volunteer with be a vessel and be a part of the movement you know what, when can we expect? Yep. Yeah. Um, I think with everything, I'm we're really trying to shoot to launch in October. Um, okay. So hopefully, like by November, maybe we could do an event. Um, and it really just depends on how many orders we get because we want to get like a good amount of orders before we actually make an event because we're not going to make an event and like fill like one bag. 
you know, buy it so I do it here at my house, you know? <laughs> um, right. So, yeah, so hopefully, you know, we'll release maybe um, um, early October and then maybe do something in November, even if it's just like a couple bags. We still want people to get involved. Um, and hopefully like not only have like the team to fill the bags, but also have a team to hand out the bags that very day as well. Um, so definitely be on the lookout for that. Cause we definitely want like as many people as we can to help, even if it's just there to like chill and just support, you know, or to, to purchase more shirts, like anything, like really any support is, um, is accepted. Cause I'll take, I'll take it all. <laughs> I'll take it all. Maria. So I know you mentioned a, a collab with another organization. What um, <clears throat> last time you helped out, you know, the homeless here in Lancaster City, who are, mm-hmm. who will be helping? Who will you guys be helping out this time at the next giveaway? Um, so I came across this um, this organization, which which I really want to contact and see if, if we can do a full collab, because that would be amazing but they're called i think bags of love and they're through cap and so they make um they make basic needs bags for newly released inmates and i love that idea and i'm like maybe we could do that too um but the more i don't know maybe the people from bags of love will hear this podcast and have your people call my people um (laughs) but um (laughs) Yeah, I really would hope like um, to collab with them. But if not, I still want to make these basic needs bags for newly released inmates because many, a lot of people don't realize that, yeah, a lot of people in the prison system, they might have a support system outside of prison, but there are people that have no support and leave with literally nothing, like with what they went in with, which is almost nothing. Um so these bags would include kind of the same thing as the, the homeless bags, um, the homeless basic needs bags. But instead of like kind of to go items, it's like a large, um, like an actual bottle of body wash, like an actual like shaver and like things like that, that they can actually take with them to like a transitional living center um, or in, into their homes if they're, you know, if they have a support system outside. But that's, that's where I'm, I'm really leaning towards because that's why I've been calling it the love campaign because literally I was actually inspired with everything that happened with George Floyd, um, <laughs> to be honest, um, last year because um, people were saying, oh, he had a criminal background. And for me, it doesn't matter anyone's past that shouldn't determine their future. And with right. with people who are in prison, people will see that and be like, oh, they're in prison. Like, no, who cares? Like, they need to be loved right now. And we can meet them where they're at right now. It doesn't mean they still have a bright future. So that's what I'm hoping to, to do. Like, the, the, basic, um, the basic campaign is just about love and loving first, no matter what. I love it. And then last, <laughs> but... Uh, last question what kind of merch could we be expecting because you know the fall's gonna get a little chilly you know are we thinking <laughs> like maybe like sweaters crew necks long sleeves like yeah like what are you talking about yeah so definitely definitely we of course are gonna we're gonna supply um we're gonna have our basic be a vessel t-shirt that's always gonna be um an option this time it will be black 
Um, last time it was gray, but this shirt will be black. Um, and then we are actually making a design that says love first, ask questions later. That we haven't finalized an actual color, but I'm telling you there will be a sweatshirt, a crew neck sweatshirt because I love them things. What, Mamita? Hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so there's definitely hey, going to be a sweatshirt in, in with the, you know, in with the new merch. I love it. I love it. I'm so looking forward to this. Guys, please. So on Instagram, before we go, where can like tell us where can where can we find this, the Instagram handle? Let them know all that stuff. So if the listeners want to go support and be on the lookout for the next giveaway, where should we be following? Yeah, so it's be a vessel on Instagram, but it's spelled like literally the letter B and then the letter A and then vessel. Um, because literally B with B E was taken. I don't know why, but um. <laughs> <laughs> but it's literally the letters B A and then Vessel on Instagram, um, and through there you can kind of find like our Facebook page. And um, I've been trying to, you know, add some more content, but of course, you know, life is crazy. So, but mm-hmm. that's where that's where the bulk of our content's going to be on Instagram. Very nice. I can't wait. Um, you know, I'm going to be on the lookout for the next giveaway. I'm definitely going to be on the lookout for that crew neck, and um, you know. <laughs> Don't hesitate. You know, I would just throw this out there. Like, maybe, like, toddler shirts because I would love to put Gigi in something like that. <laughs> yes. We've gotten, actually, we've gotten some inquiries about toddler shirts. We ordered one for Tamina to just to try it out and see. And we are like, well, maybe we won't sell any. But we've gotten some requests. So, I don't know. I don't know. We might have to do, like, a special release just for we, our toddlers and you. Be a vessel for the kids. For the kids. Right. For the kids. <laughs> well, Mimi, I thank you so much. I know that this week is only Wednesday and it's been so, 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 so busy for you. And I know that we were supposed to do the show earlier, but yes, mm-hmm. you know, I've been terribly sick this week. Yes, girl, take sick. care of yourself. I'm trying. We're trying to figure out what the heck's going on with me. Girl, that's a long story. But I appreciate you for taking the time to just chop it off with me and just, you know, really, I really feel like I caught up with an old friend and like I'm just right. focused on conversation. Uh. But it was awesome talking with you and, you know, more importantly, like learning about more about Be A Vessel. And I really hope that when the listeners hear this, that they go on your page and they learn more for themselves and they want to join the movement because it really is remarkable what you're doing. It's such a need for it. And it's more it's more than a business. It's really a movement. Oh, yes. Thank you so much. I cannot tell you how much. I appreciate this. This is so dope. And I'm so proud of you and everything that you're doing. And you're just with your platform is amazing. Like the the people that you're hitting is like, oh, like it's amazing. You're reaching people that like no one really does. Like obviously it's like mental health and you're a Latina, you're a mom, you're a Christian. Like you're hitting all sorts of people and it's amazing. You're you're killing it, girl. You're killing it. I'm gonna hype you up. You're killing it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much that really means a lot to me i really really appreciate that well i'm gonna let you go here this All is right. make the space with fashion take care and god bless everybody. <laughs>